0: Hello and welcome to this, the 44th episode of Shift, with me, Ewan Semple. And me, Megan Murray. And as ever before we we started recording, Megan and I have been uh, sorting the world out and talking about potential (laughs) topics for today. And uh, we sort of got round to the fact that in in so many ways, the world uh, is heading in the opposite direction (laughs) to the sort of (laughs) stuff that we get so interested in in, uh, on Business Shift. And... uh, which is causing all sorts of interesting challenges and, and putting people under sort of different sorts of stress and strain. So we thought we, we would take that mm-hmm. as our topic. So, um, yeah. so yeah, Megan. Yeah, times are tough, huh? <laughs> I thought I would start with the American. We can we can go into Brexit. Oh. We'll get onto Brexit later, but you know.
1: Yeah, Brexit. That's that's so. Uh, that's so. You know, a couple of months ago. <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, we're, we're over it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, um, you know, the the Americans know at this stage in the game, we're a, a few weeks into this uh to this experience of having this kind of shocking outcome to our election, um, shocking and not shocking. Well, at the I was going to say, was you know, it? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, I mean, it's um we're we're seeing this uh we're seeing this fascinating backlash of uh you know what a lot of us assume to be progress Mm -hmm. um and it's it really flies in the face of of what many of us have been talking about for a long time relative to the workforce Mm -hmm. and how business is changing Mm -hmm. and i i don't know that it's that we're necessarily wrong (laughs) i mean we're talking about automation coming we're talking about people needing to have more autonomy we're talking about having to to uh you know reduce the uh um, the the stupid stuff at work and focusing on the good stuff. That's we're the, that's the, yeah, define
0: stupid though. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's mean, the you, challenge, you, isn't
1: you, it? Yeah. Having everybody drive to the same building all the time, having people, um, you know, everybody works within the same hours of the same. Well, but that's that's you know, the world psych- that
0: they're wanting to go back to in many cases, isn't it? I mean, that, that's yeah. Problem is the fact will- that you'll go back to this manufacturing industry, clocking on, clocking off, sort of an environment, which just this kind of
1: swaddled space where you feel safer (laughs) right yeah Yeah, it's and it's interesting though because (coughs) excuse me and i'll be doing a little bit of that because she's not particularly well at the (laughs) moment but uh she's working on it um how often do you slip
0: into the third person uh, like megan
1: um not not daily not daily (laughs) (coughs) (laughs) um but it's interesting to me in that uh um, you know, we see all of this coming. I, I'll, I'll drive around with cab drivers in the city um, and we'll talk about Uber and they're so upset about Uber and um, uh, there's such a, an unhappiness um, with the disparity between the rules and regulations mm-hmm. that are applied to them versus uh, the rules and regulations that are applied to Uber, how many vehicles there are, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they see that as disruption. And all the while in my head, I'm thinking, what are you going to do when the driverless cars show up? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, or, or even, you know, so because, the fact that so
0: much of the the support for Trump has come from the blue-collar workers, and as we were saying before mm-hmm. the podcast, that's, that's going to be white-collar workers in 10, 15 years' yeah. time when, when automation kicks mm-hmm. in. But it, exactly. But it's also, I mean, you know, it's funny, because the, the whole thing about the the charge that the liberal elite let that group of people down. And mm-hmm. you know, I've seen people questioning what 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 does that phrase even mean, you know, is that there, there is no liberal elite. But if there were, I suppose you and me and the people that listen to this podcast would be probably categorized in that group. And possibly so so you know, in some ways that whole responsibility for what's gone wrong, who's been let down, who's not been sufficiently attended to Mm-hmm. It could have aimed at us
1: well you know what i think it's interesting here there was such um there was such uh specificity in the progressive campaign here mm-hmm. um the the that went on during the uh, during the primaries in the u.s um where there were very specific it it, it in the it, from my perspective, this is mine and mine alone. But I was going to say um,
0: we're we're treading between many minds in the minefield. In this many, many, many,
1: many, many. Yeah. But from my personal perspective, what I saw was one group of people who were talking about very, very specific things: uh, increased uh, wages, um, the even the idea of uh, looking to the future and thinking about a, a promised wage. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, looking uh, to ensuring that there were uh, appropriate uh, environmental regulations in place uh, moving forward, ensuring that that uh, people, in fact, had more power than their their government mm-hmm. um, and in some very, very specific ways, as, a, as opposed to, um, unfortunately, what we ended up voting for, which seems to be, you know, it's it's a lot of bait and switch so far. <clears throat> Excuse me, and it's that the kind of the elitism perspective, um, where a little bit of marketing language mm, and mm. some spin—oh, so and, so much spin—I uh, mean, trying to feel crumbs yeah. that are thrown your way that are, really aren't meaningful mm-hmm. and really don't change your life in a positive way—are um, you know so, should satiate you, right? But it's not—it's—it's uh, it's those specific pieces. Um That I think the the folks who are being branded as elites um are they 're just comfortable with what they 've had, and it 's kind of this grasping on to to you know to ensure that it 's just more of the same because mm-hmm. I know this game it 's just like it 's the same as uh in inside of uh, the organizations and changing people 's minds yeah. there here 's something you know we, we we talked about this with uh more egalitarian collaboration and and uh, flatter. Uh, organizations and all of these pieces that we're talking about all rely on really smart people who are really well informed, uh, who are are educated well, who have, uh, uh, you know, the autonomy and the mastery that they need to be able to perform uh, their jobs in a way that's beneficial to the business. Um, and unfortunately, that's a hard, hard thing to teach a business how to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of our government's our Organizations they operate very much in the same way, yeah. so it's um, it, to me, it's just it's it's almost like uh, you know, it's inception of inception of inception, seeing all of these uh, uh concentric circles of the same story again and again and again. Um,
0: yeah. well, and it's, it's also it's, it's also the the way that story has you know, this idea that we're living in a post truth society, and and mm. you know, it's <laughs> No, I won't tell that story because it would get too specific and too identifiable. But the, this tendency of the media uh, to sort of blame social media—well, I mean, firstly, yeah. to try and make Facebook into the media, which I don't think it is—but um, then to blame it for not taking responsibility and blah blah blah. You know, you think, well, it's, oh, it's, it's us. You know, it's people that are doing this. And yes, we have a, we, we have a responsibility not to miss. Informer to spread mistruths, and I think yeah. critical thinking. You know, we've gone on about that on the on the podcast. I think that's a very very key uh, skill that we perhaps need to teach. Um, but it's also just that whole polar polarising effect that we've seen as well, and we've seen it here in the UK with Brexit. And you know, the, yeah. the, the assumption that anybody who voted to leave was a racist and a, and a fascist, and, you know, <laughs> clearly not. Um, exactly. And it's again, it's really interesting because it's either, you know, I swing wildly between thinking these are the dying throes of a broken system that needed to break, and that we will get to a solution faster through this pain, to thinking that actually it's just human nature. Um, we're pretty unpleasant. Given us half, give us half a chance, we'll beat each other up, um, and, <laughs> and it's all about me, me, me. Mm. I, I, you know, I mean.
1: I, I think I said this before we started recording and, and uh um there I'm I'm of the belief that, that uh you know as as beings, as as organizations, as groups, as people <coughs> we um excuse me, we we operate in, in cycles of construction and deconstruction and it mm-hmm. feels like we're in a a deep cycle of
0: yeah. <laughs> deconstruction it's just how deep right now. that we're all wondering, isn't it?
1: <clears throat> how deep will it go? How long will it last? How much blood will be spilled in the meantime? Yeah. Um, you know, will we will we in fact get something really good from this? And and I I think about um, I think about uh, you know World War Two. I think about mm-hmm. um, the the you know these kind of global deconstruction cycles where everybody's involved and everything's fall, seemingly falling apart mm-hmm. and then I'm trying to like look into the past and see okay well what were the bright spots that came after that were there bright spots oh yeah I mean that? We,
0: we, you know my but, was Molly was talking about this about the whole um in Britain the the, the welfare state and and the mm-hmm. NHS all of those things came out of the mm-hmm. back of the war because yeah. people thought we can't do that again we have we have to educate people we have to Get, remove the need to to fight or whatever else, yeah. and uh, so yes, I mean, I th- I, you know, being an eternal optimist, I think it will ultimately yeah. come out all right. Yeah. But it's just, that I think it may be more than just metaphorical blood that's spilled. No, um, oh, no, I,
1: I I believe that. T- I mean, we're already we're already seeing that. Mm-hmm. We're already seeing that all over the place. There's, I mean, how many how many countries is the US currently bombing and how many uh, uh you know the stuff that's going on here with uh um the the, the in North Dakota with the uh, yeah. Native Americans in the pipeline yeah i mean it's uh it's scary stuff that's happening these days very blatant kind of scary stuff that's happening these days um and yet but, and i wonder Circle. So i was going to say it, it, it and and i wonder you know are we're actively for the first time um, seeing so many more perspectives than we're not used to yeah, seeing yeah, despite the yeah. the information bubble that we find ourselves well, within, and, and in and in fact I shared a
0: post about that just this week that in fact uh, our filter bubble which is seen as a negative is actually us mm-hmm. trying to make more informed judgments about our information space if you like so, so in other words mm-hmm. it's, the, it was titled uh, you know Filter bubbles are inevitable, learn to love yours and and, and and tend yours, if you like.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so again, yeah,
0: you're right, it's interesting, that whole, no, we're so many novices at doing this. Yeah. Uh, and we, yeah. And you're right, I think there is the, the greater diversity, whether we uh, like it or not, I suppose, in some ways. Because I'm getting to see, you know, you get to see the people that are at the opposite extreme. In a, exactly. in a way that in the Second World War they were just demonised, and you had no connection with them, and 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 you just believe what the propaganda told you. Now clearly, there's exactly. still a risk of us getting into self reinforcing loops, uh, uh, but I think it's it's. I still think it's harder than it used to be. It, it's it. it I, I believe
1: I believe it's harder for sure. I feel like uh, um, as a person, I get my circuits get get. Uh, um, it's, it's almost like the DDoS of uh, uh, emotions, yeah. right? <laughs> you are exposed to so much, and you have to make choices about what you can take in and what you can't, you know? Um, there are only so many uh, uh, bombing videos that I can yeah. see or, or, you know, aftermath things that will pop up in my news feed that I can handle um, emotionally before, like, just getting to a place where this is just going to break my heart. I can't do this anymore right mm-hmm. now. Um, but that goes for, uh, that goes in a lot of directions. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, the, the notion that I need to see those things, I think is important. I do need to see those things. I do need to know those things are happening so that, that when I'm able to exercise my civic duty or, um, or, or stand up and and take a position on something that I'm well informed enough to Mm -hmm. do so. Um, and then to act appropriately. However, um, it's a lot. And and I feel like we're, you know, this, this deconstruction is also going to have to do with uh, teaching ourselves how to handle that mm-hmm. and maybe not completely relying on the technology to do it for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already, you know, seen some of the outcomes of, you know, the, the, how people are, <coughs> excuse me, blaming Facebook for the fake news quote-unquote mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um whereas it's uh a lot of it has to do with us yeah don't, don't, sh- it, don't it, share the fake news. <laughs> i mean it, it, yeah don't share it. that's the thing look look at a source yeah. question what you're seeing if you're having such a strong emotional reaction to something and you look down in the little lower left-hand corner and it says it's from you know fred's news xyzpdq Maybe look into seeing where Fred's news is from, uh, you know. Well, and check it out. And
0: also, you know, the I've banged on enough about the the, the volume control on mob rule that we all have. And and again, I think people are realising that, we, hopefully, that they have a greater responsibility than they assumed. You know, because we're we're we're, not, yeah. we're we're used to just having the news uh, pushed at us and, and and not really necessarily having to think too much about it. Um, but also, I think you know. I, I, big thing for me at the moment is, the, is the, the fact that we have more power than we think. You know, because I think there's a real risk oh, yeah, that we, we all go numb have. and we feel powerless and we, we just get swamped by all of this. And I understand what you're saying about overload. But, you know, mm-hmm. we do have that ability to change the world one conversation at a time. And, and the more we exercise that more thoughtfully, uh, the more likely we are to come out of this okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And I mean, it's it's, it's the thing... I feel like it's the thing that we've we've we always end up ending each of these podcasts with. You know, it's the same kind of philosophy: mm-hmm. is to to participate and be present and be mindful and thoughtful about the things that you're doing while you're doing them, and in connection with how you are being triggered emotionally when you're doing these. Well, things. I was just- whether they be sitting in a meeting or sitting in a voting booth, yeah. you know.
0: Well, I was just going to say that thing about emotion. You know, I've never underestimated the courage or the confidence it takes to stick your head above the parapet and, and engage online. Um, but, you know, I think we'll probably see more instances of where people's skin... Is thinner than it used to be Because mm-hmm. they're feeling pressured yeah. And they're feeling scared And they're feeling uh, fragile and, and and in need of defending themselves And so it's much easier It seems to me these days To light the blue touch paper Than it might have been mm-hmm. at, at Six months or a year ago So, so that again we have to learn um, I'm having to learn How to Again navigate that thing Through is this because I was being unreasonable because they're being unreasonable because mm-hmm. we're all tired and scared or, you know, at what point yeah. do you stand up for the thing you just said? And at what point do you back off? You know, it's, just... it's,
1: it's interesting to me because I'm seeing um, in the news and, and throughout my news feeds, all of these, you know, videos of, of people screaming obscenities at each other in the streets and, Um, you know, uh, either racist things or homophobic things or xenophobic things or um, even, you know, in good old hippie dippy San Francisco, you know, you see videos of of, uh, uh, people riding on the BART, you know, saying terrible things, you know, go back to your country and this, that and the other. Um, And I, I think that there is a there's a system of privilege that were that a lot of people have become accustomed to, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, in, in race, in, uh, sex, in, <coughs> excuse me, in, um, origin.
0: Yeah. For sure. And
1: it's whenever you start tilting somebody's windmill to show them that privilege and show them what it looks like. And that privilege also, clashes with their perspective of being um uh, uh what's the word i'm looking for i don't know I, I don't want to use a word as strong as oppressed but it, you know mm-hmm. held down held back in some way mm-hmm. um the responses get ugly well it was, I mean, it was fascinating fast. the
0: whole thing kicked back against the black lives matter thing white lives matter too or, or um and the the men Sort of reasserting themselves against feminism, and you think, really, what's what's that mm-hmm. about? You know, do you not yeah. do you not realize that what we're doing is redressing an imbalance that's been around for a very long time? So yeah, so get, yeah. get over it, you know.
1: Yeah, that well, and that's the thing, though. It, it's it's the mindfulness, and it's how much information you're willing to let come in, that is going to challenge your your base perceptions about things. Yeah. You know, if you if you are. A white person in the United States of America who doesn 't understand that racism exists, yeah. you might be hiding something from yourself yeah. you know if you, if you can 't see it built into every single system that that supports us mm-hmm. as a country, mm-hmm. you might be hiding something from yourself mm-hmm. it 's the same with i mean the data is out there that 's the thing is that you know people like to to uh, you know point to polls and numbers and um, and studies they are very reputable. Pieces of work that have been done for a long time that have been pointing to the things that are happening right now. Yeah. Um, that we tend to to poo poo because they are entirely too challenging to us as as uh, individuals. Um, we do it in business. We do it in our personal <laughs> lives. Sure. You know, yeah. it's the the nature of humanity. We can. There's only so much we can take at once, and this is what's always so fascinating to me too. Whenever you know with the the kind of technorati society. Um, it visualizes this the sort of utopian, you know, it's okay because we'll have technology that'll take oh, care of that yeah, right. kind of story. And the reality <clears throat> is, is that the technology is only going to go so far as our imagination mm-hmm. will take it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will always need each other to be able to 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 make the right choices and point each other in the right direction well more, more um, than ever
0: i mean i was just listening to a really good sam harris podcast with a chap i've forgotten his name Who was a an ai specialist at stanford mm-hmm. and very thoughtful guy and and around just the cans of worms that we're opening gleefully opening at the moment and and you know I, an analogy that struck that i'll always reuse was that um so much of the ai capability is is effectively going to be in black boxes and and once the thing's set up there'll be few people and even them challenged to keep across it and and, you know once it begins begins to learn for itself and whatever else and he was saying it's like the sorcerer's apprentice you know coming up with Mm -hmm. a a cool idea to move water that then gets out of hand and he can't he can't stop it and you know i've often i've had that story when
1: when i think about how the 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 work that we've all done in trying to bring more uh, collaborative open egalitarian kind of environments to to folks mm-hmm. um, and in some ways it feels like uh, you know pushing people forward to use technology um, in smarter ways uh, the caveat often gets removed. Right, it's, it's more and it turns into being more of a conversation about just use the technology, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, you know, It's that, mm-hmm. that kind of old IT department, but have they adopted it, you know? Well, but but
0: also um, I think it's, it, for me, the, 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 the meaning of the story if you like was that, or the, or the, the lesson is that we, we have to be better informed about this stuff and, and yes. more people who are yes. not just technologists, you know, I've just written a, 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 a pitch for a talk in, in a HR conference in the spring, where, you know, that whole thing about, oh, I don't do technology is just frankly nowadays not, mm-hmm. not good enough. And we we need you to mm-hmm. do technology. We need the technologists need HR, business people, whatever else the groups that they're affecting, to be more informed and care and, and push back in many cases. Um yes. and, and it's you know it's a combination of the technologists and the marketers. That there's this whole solution mentality if you just buy this thing. Um, at all sorts of scales, you know, whether it's an Apple Watch or a massive great enterprise system, if you just buy this Mm -hmm. thing, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden life will get better. Um, And of course, that getting better is a very complex, interconnected, multifaceted thing. (laughs) And what's (laughs) what's better for me may not be better for you, you know? And and I think that's where we're beginning to have to uh, be more imaginative about the consequences of all this stuff. It's becoming so clear that it is already deeply embedded uh, in our lives, um, and it doesn't look like that's going to reverse in a hurry. If anything, it's going to accelerate, um, and we just need to get more well, more more responsible about it. I suppose it's true, and and but
1: it it also what's interesting to me too as I think about like the world and where we are, um, our our next version of World War Two. I don't think it's going to be anywhere near as, as, as bloody, <coughs> excuse me, as it is going to be, um, uh, uh, you know, done through the means of technology, mm-hmm. whether that be shutting down grids or, yeah. um, uh, you know, d- destroying supply chains or, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, just otherwise wreaking havoc on, on, uh, markets or uh um people in that way yeah we're you know people are worried about you know what happens if somebody sticks a a gun on a drone well that's that's kind of a given at this point Mm -hmm. (coughs) excuse me um but but again why 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 go to the
0: bother when you can cut off somebody's supply of food just by knocking out a couple of mainframes in the food supply chain you
1: know exactly exactly so again, for me it 's the critical thinking part when we when we have people who still don 't really understand what net neutrality is all about, mm-hmm. who still don't um, who still don't participate enough to be able to make a um, an informed decision about uh what the government can and cannot do or governments can and cannot do uh, with technology relative to surveilling them or um um or anything really Mm -hmm. you know keeping Mm -hmm. their data exposing their data that is something you know it's it's to me it's all part of the same piece um in that if if we're not paying attention enough and thinking
0: critically enough about what's going on um we're just going to get what we get i know and you know probably you were just describing that i mean it's there isn't a right answer and what to me <clears throat> would seem an ideal outcome. Clearly, given the way the politics is going at the moment, would be somebody else's worst nightmare. Um, so I think again, you know, this this chap was talking about uh, if you set up an AI system to get really smart about curing cancer, you have to remember to tell it that killing every everybody on the planet is not an option, because um, that does kill cancer, but it's just there's none of us left. Um, right. So that as I say, the interconnectedness, the interleaved nature of, of the sorts of challenges that we're going to have to think about, it's good, that's going to be interesting to see what that does to our currently polarised them you
1: know, mm-hmm. in, a, in a way going
0: back to the web and the way that we are less easily able to pretend that we're not connected to each other. We're certainly not connected, not able to pretend we're not connected to each other when it comes to the infrastructural technologies that we're all going to be using, we're already using, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's well, but it's it's the it's the ability to think critically around those concepts that are what bring you to that conclusion. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I for there are people who still feel, you know, how many people do you know who still copy and paste those messages that say, you know, legally I say Facebook can't do this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> don't, don't. Well, you I know. you know, I I, I totally. I don't know. I don't know how people perceive me on Facebook because I sometimes think I'm, I'm, I can get frustrated, you know, because mm-hmm. c- you know my job is is talking to people who aren't keeping up. You know, that's that's where my my business is. Um, yeah. But you do for sometimes. Think, oh, for goodness sake! You know how many years for, and how many times do we does does the world have to say no? You need to get your head around this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. And some people will never do that. I mean and and uh again we have to be careful that we don't just end up exacerbating difference. Yes. By those who get this yeah. you know, the even phrase get, not getting it, you know, is is unpleasant.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it 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 infers that there's a a singular it to get. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there just simply isn't. It's just not the nature of, of uh uh, human beings, unfortunately, yeah. this is witnessed by this nonstop uh, 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 cacophony of sirens around me today. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in the city, but some something is up. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah that's for sure.
1: <laughs> oh, gracious! Yeah, it's um, it's interesting to me. I'm I'm really curious to see how business is going to be affected in the next um, 18 months or so, even especially in the U.S. Um, well, not even especially in the U.S. Just based on what's going on in in uh, in Europe. <coughs> excuse me, with not not only with uh, Brexit but the 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 uh, um, the elections in France and uh, um, and in other places.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm very curious to see what's going to happen to the perspective of globalization in general.
0: Well, it's interesting, um, actually, because I, I again I wrote something recently where I was suggesting that um, if we are losing control of our democratic uh, mechanisms or whatever, if that's if that's breaking and not working, then many of us work, most of the working population, work in large organisations that have huge impact on the world and how the world works and how it runs. And, you know, just again, chucking around this idea that, well, what if we started to exercise our civic responsibilities inside our businesses rather than outside them and, and started to step up and be more, thoughtful about what our organization does um yeah you know there's a whole raft of reasons why that's not trivial um and the commercial imperative and all that sort of stuff but you know it's it's we may have to explore these avenues more more uh, enthusiastically
1: yeah yeah it's we've got some interesting times ahead of yeah. us for sure that's mm-hmm. it, it's um I mean it's funny to me that you know this this podcast the name of this podcast you know it's uh, um the shift is coming and there's no I don't think we know necessarily what it's going to be um there's certainly some indicators and some signposts out that that point to something that is very uh you know there's potential for some great wonderful collaborative uh, um, you know, tapping into the best of what's out there, uh, kind of perspective of, of change. Mm. But we've, I think, we're going to have to to go through some pretty rocky roads here. Um, it's funny. I'm just, the... I'm just
0: thinking we should, we should have called it shifting business mm. rather than business. Just because in some ways it's not about trying, trying to shift business, but also in the sense of shifting sands, because it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's so much more unpredictable than I guess even you and I would have anticipated um, Yeah. when we started doing yeah. the podcast. Well, I mean, that's how the human
1: bias works, right? There's, mm-hmm. there's, we, we as beings, um, we, we want to be, um, we want to be optimistic. We need to be optimistic. It's how we keep our, our hearts and our heads healthy, mm-hmm. you know, um, is to think that there's hope and an opportunity for something new and different down the line. Um, and the the bias that we run into, uh, I think, collectively as communities, is that things will be better. There will be, you know, it's it's we're we're on it, maybe not a perfectly linear track, but we're at least moving in the right direction. The future will be brighter, right? Well, we've, and
0: we have to... We've talked about John Gray before, that idea that the the, mm. the idea of progress is the sort of religious myth just reconstituted for a materialist yeah. materi- world. And, you know, and again, it would be, you know, just yes, clearly we, we progress in the sense that less of us die from... Well, we die from other things. We still die. Yeah. Um, and the fact that we're not dying is becoming a problem. <laughs> so... Yeah, it is interesting mm. about about we we put so much effort into trying to predict and, and manage outcomes. And then, because I guess it goes back to the AI question of, of unforeseen consequences that we, and it even just the idea of feeling that we have control. And, you, you know, you're right, we feel stressed
1: if we, we feel are. out
0: of control. Yeah. Um, but actually, really, how much do we have?
1: Yeah, pretty much none ever. Mm
0: -hmm. You know,
1: (laughs) it was, it was, uh, I think it was, I think it was a Billy Hicks thing from a million years ago. Um, He used to say, we're, you know, we're all just little blobs of water flying on a, a, or riding on a rock flying through space Mm -hmm. kind of thing, you know. And at the end of the day, that's a true story and one of many true stories, you know. But um, the, uh, the notion that we have control I we all need it we all have to have it we all get a little grumpy if it's not uh, mm-hmm. you know we don't have the amount that we're used to um, and at the same time we've never ever had it ever once not once well I,
0: I, I may have told this story on the, on the podcast before in which case I apologize but um, I've been reading about consciousness and and the way your brain works and um, some of the heart bath stuff, and how much of what we do is unconscious or subconscious or whatever, and just this thing of when i 'm lying in the bath in the mornings, trying to mm-hmm. trying to observe myself, catch myself, making the decision to get out of the bath and i 've never managed it yet i know i 'm about to make a dec- I, you know i, I know i 'm likely to want to get out of the bath in a moment, and then i 'll find myself standing up. <laughs> But I can't actually catch myself making the decision to get out of the bath. And I Mm -hmm. I then think, well, okay, if I'm not making that trivial decision despite a considerable amount of effort to see it, what about all the other decisions I think I've made through the day? Mm -hmm. And if it's not me who's making them, who is making them and why? (laughs) Uh, It's the... um,
1: I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm immediately distracted thinking about... uh, Uh, that scene from Young Frankenstein where uh, Gene Wilder is explaining involuntary reflexes Mm -hmm. versus voluntary (laughs) reflexes (laughs) Well, you know, (laughs) and how
0: much of the whole complex web of the world is just individuals who are not as conscious and controlling as they think they are, bouncing off each other you know, it's fascinating
1: Yeah, yeah, it is is. we're a mess (laughs) 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 A, a collaborative creative, wonderful terrifying uh, uh productive and uh, uh fantastic mess
0: but that's that's kind of what we are and, um, I, and, I, and I, it's funny actually because I, I i reckon that would be i was sort of finding myself worrying gosh how are we going to end the podcast on a <laughs> on a positive note but actually the way you just described the mess is positive
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah it is i mean <coughs> excuse me it's um I am I am certainly fearful of elements of the time that we're in right now and that the thing that I'm fearful about is more to do with you know what what kind of losses are we going to incur what kind of you know cuz we 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 have a tendency to to throw the baby out with the bathwater every once in a while mm-hmm. and I have a feeling we're in that place right now and my my fear and my reserve are more around um the losses that we might incur as part of this cycle of deconstruction. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I know that construction is right behind it. And I know that we're, we, we make great leaps forward yep. um, regularly as right. a species. And that one of those is likely coming um, on the heels of the deconstruction that we're experiencing right now. Yeah. And it's probably based on the, what the weight of the deconstruction feels like. It's probably a pretty substantial one. So, when we're talking about shift and we're talking about change, my, my hope is still very much cemented. Um, my, my creativity is stoked even further mm-hmm. in, in thinking about how to react to these things too. So yeah. there's, um, there's a lot of positive that I feel in all of this. It, despite the cold. I was going to say, did,
0: yeah. once you've got rid of your cold. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> this week's long thing that I've been dealing with. It's the little thing. But, uh,
0: yeah. yeah, there's good coming. I reckon they're definitely it's coming. I'm not worried. Well, that, that's it. That's that's <laughs> our, that's our ending for the podcast. There's good coming. There we go.
1: <laughs> Ta-da! So,
0: as ever, uh, thanks to those of you who've uh, listened in, and again, as ever, do get in touch. Um, I can be found on Twitter at Ewan and Megan. Is at Megan Murray, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you.